The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of My Stress Alarm. So I'm not really in the business of motivating people, not that I have anything against that, but this podcast is geared toward hardworking, goal-oriented, ambitious, driven individuals. So chances are you're already highly motivated. Plus, I don't know how good of a motivator I am anyway. I mean, I know Tony Robbins, that's for sure. But I do feel that in a way, motivation complements the topic of goals and productivity and I've always talked about how chronic stress monitoring and the My Stress Alarm app, which we're still debugging, by the way, getting closer, but how it's more of a productivity thing, in my view, than a stress management thing, although the two are interwoven. I mean, if you if you have high stress, um, if, you're, if you're triggering symptoms, you're not feeling well, then obviously your productivity is going to suffer. So... The two cents that I'd like to put out there in terms of motivation, especially with respect to ambitious goals that are going to take a long-term commitment to achieve. You know, maybe you're a high school junior and you want to be a doctor. Well, that's a 14-year proposition if you want to be a subspecialist. Or maybe you want to start a side business. Depending on what that business is, it can take a long time to build it, get it up and running, to grow it. My point is that whatever your ambitions are, there's usually going to be a set of core competencies that go along with that goal that may not be that obvious, but nonetheless are critical to your success. These are usually tasks that you find yourself doing over and over again, mundane tasks that you don't really enjoy doing, but they're they're like necessary evils. It kind of comes with the territory. And if you want to be successful, you're going to have to become proficient at it and create this well-oiled machine, so to speak. And that's where the motivation comes in. You know what your vision is. You understand the importance of your goal, and that excites you, that motivates you. And that motivation really comes in handy when it comes to execution and inevitably these mundane tasks that you'll find yourself doing over and over again that others don't see from the outside looking in, nor do they particularly care. For me, people would always ask, how's your business coming along? You know, have you made any money yet? Uh, uh, How many customers do you have? And I'd say, well, you know, I'm, I'm still in the early stages and, you know, I'm not to market yet. So, you know, I don't really have customers, but, you know, I'm still making a lot of progress. And 
over the years, if, if that's your answer all the time, people stop asking because it's the, you know, same old, same old, same old answer. And it doesn't seem like from the outside looking in that you're really making any progress. And that's why you have to pick goals that are really important to you, not anyone else, and not for the money, which I'll get back to. But you need that internal intrinsic motivation to make that long-term commitment. You can't rely on others for that motivation. As long as you know that you're making progress and you're proud of that progress, that's all that counts. The more visible your progress is to others, that's when everyone will say, I always knew you could do it. I always knew you'd be successful, but not till after the fact. So motivation is really important. But getting back to being proficient at certain skills, for example, if you're on the track of becoming a doctor, you're probably going to have to become very proficient at taking notes. I'm just making up this example just to illustrate, but taking notes, uh, being able to perhaps revise those notes over time, maybe categorize them into a, a sort of database that you can retrieve efficiently down the road, even years from now. So maybe you learn a little bit about how to organize data, how to properly categorize your notes, uh, create keywords, uh, perhaps that, that you can search on later. Um, even though creating a database in and of itself doesn't seem to be related in any way to your goal of becoming a doctor, it ends up being something that you need to be proficient at because you take a lot of notes, right? And you need those notes to be very legible. So you're not going to be guessing at what you wrote. The old joke being that, you know, you should have been a doctor if you had, if you had bad handwriting like me, my, my handwriting is atrocious, but you need an easy way uh, to access those notes over the years and even perhaps improve on them as you learn more and more. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. And you might want to make sure you put some reference information around those notes so you have some context there uh, you know, to help you better understand down the road when you look back at them you know, five years from now because something came up in class or in residency and now you need to brush up on a certain topic without starting from scratch. And so it would behoove you to learn some data management skills and become proficient at that in your pursuit of becoming a doctor. And the idea is to wash, rinse, repeat enough times that you really do have this well-oiled machine that really helps you achieve your goal. Now, again, I'm, I'm just making up that example, becoming a doctor and, and the notes, uh, you know, just to illustrate, you know, the need to become proficient at something, you know, that may not be that obvious or directly related to your goal. In reality, maybe there's some other skill that uh, you have to become proficient at to be a doctor, listening skills, for, for example. In, in my case, trying to start a side business around stress management I've had to learn all kinds of skills that don't necessarily directly relate to the business of stress management. Ironically, it may actually cause more stress in the process of creating that well-oiled machine. And I've mentioned these things before, uh, but just running a podcast. Heck, I, a couple of years ago, I didn't even 
I didn't have a clue I was going to be doing a podcast, but it kind of uh, seemed like the right thing to do to kind of get the conversation going. Certainly, it's helping me in in, in all kinds of areas in terms of communication. Um, but there's a lot of hats you have to wear from being proficient at the technical stuff to ideation and producing the best quality content in the most ef- efficient way possible. Because I don't have a lot of time or or money to hire you know someone else to to do the mundane stuff. Um, sometimes I um, I'm recording the episode just a half a day before it has to go out. And then, of course, my stress alarm and producing software uh, as a non-technical person, knowing the platform options available, how to find the right developers, how to structure the working agreements, project management, writing the requirements, testing, and most of all, situational awareness and being a leader that people want to work with. And last but not least, guesting as a subject matter expert or salesperson, which To be proficient at includes understanding the conversation flow, knowing the kinds of questions on people's minds when you you talk about your idea, so you can kind of blend the answers into your talking points at just the right moments to minimize confusion and maximize their attention towards you. And that takes practice and having a whole bunch of conversations under your belt to understand how people think about your solution which is really important because I'm too close to the solution myself to to really have an objective understanding of how other people think of it. It also takes having well-developed positions on certain topics because one of the main things that people want to know, especially your indirect competitors, is how your solution fits into the whole picture. Also, uh, knowing how to approach bigger podcasts and bigger platforms and, and which shows and topics would be a good fit. All these things behind the scenes that I need to be proficient at in order to have a fighting chance at reaching my goal of starting and running a stress management company. Now, if you're thinking, wow, that's a lot of stuff, Adam. You you must be highly motivated to do all that. And I guarantee you money has very little to do with that motivation. Sure, money can motivate, but you can't count on the money for one. And ambitious goals take years to achieve. So the mere chance to make a lot of money is not going to motivate you that much to spend years pursuing some goal. In my case, I had an issue with ulcerative colitis, among other things, but mainly ulcerative colitis and flaring up and the fact that the more tolerable medicine, namely the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, were not were no longer sufficient in controlling my flares. Now, after acknowledging that stress was triggering it and nothing obvious in the marketplace that I could buy or use to help me, I came up with my own system. And it worked for me using spreadsheets. I always say Microsoft Excel is my canvas. And because it worked so well for me, I wanted to share it with others. And that's what motivates me is helping others. That and the challenge and learning and growing as a person. So now if money comes out of it, great, but there's no guarantee of that. Now, as I started off talking about the fact that you're probably already highly motivated, um, if you're listening to this podcast, 
then you don't need motivation. But you know, I find that from time to time, it does help to get a pep talk or or listen to some words of inspiration. So I'm going to put some links to some of my favorite inspirational videos in the show notes. And you can check them out if you want. Uh, there's a lot of good ones. And if you have any that you'd like me to check out, just shoot me an email at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com or feel free to post it on the Perfect Stress Facebook page. I appreciate it. Well, that's my two cents for this week. Stay safe. Wishing you good health and success. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, don't let stress get in the way of success.